transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. creepy little computer voice that tells you it's it's recording you <laughs> my god okay so i have the absolute pleasure of of recording a podcast with the one the only like truly to me like legendary troy hollywood vines troy just just say hey just say hey. hey how's it going hell yeah man seriously dude like every <laughs> I don't know, like, I, ever since, like, I was just saying it, like, ever since I kind of started, like, reaching out and getting people on this with me, like, you were one on my list, I was just like, oh, man, like, to get Troy on one would be fucking awesome, so, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's good to see your face, It's man. been nice, since it's been fun listening to uh, all of the other podcasts, just kind of catching up with people, I guess, you know, kind of that way, too. It's been cool. Yeah, that's kind of what it's uh, sort of like evolved into. At least this like particular like thing, it's like evolved into that. And I, I actually like it's something I'm really appreciating about it. You know, it's like I don't know in this weird way, like it's a way for everybody to kind of just catch up with each other. <laughs> you know, like I haven't heard from Jameson for instance, yeah, honestly, it's so long. Definitely, yeah. it's like it's yeah, it's been nice to just kind of just hear what everybody's been up to. I, I don't necessarily have everybody's contact information anymore either, so that's been yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, no, so, seriously, same. Like I, at first, I kind of, I kind of felt silly, like being like, "Hey, well, uh, what, like, what's your number again?" And then like, <laughs> you know, and then, like, you're right. I'll, yeah, I'll get it. Like I got like with you, like you, you know, you sent me your your digits, and like I was like, "Oh my god, dude, I totally recognize that number." Like, <laughs> yeah. I've had the same phone number ever since I got a phone. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like so many, like so many. I think there's like maybe like one person that has like a, a number that I didn't recognize when I got them, started collecting them again. You know, <laughs> they're like Pokemon yeah. that way. You got to collect them all. Which that just you know, jump into my next train of thought. That leads me to my next train of thought. Like that 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 video that you posted of going through that Pokemon collection, like. I one was not surprised that you still have like some of those cards, but two, like I was so fucking impressed. I was like, holy shit, dude, you have so many. Like it's it's rad. <laughs> when did you do that? <laughs> Thank you. Uh when we moved, um, just kind of going through boxes and everything and found a whole bunch of that stuff that was things um I think it was stuff my dad had collected since he's a bit of a pack rat. Yeah. Um it just yeah opened a box and it was like oh those look familiar <laughs> and it was yeah. like you know i think they were just sitting in storage randomly and like getting you know the weather temperatures like hot and cold and everything i was like 
yeah, I, I kind of want to bring those inside. And, you know, it's like, it was fun to just look at them, but just pres- preserve them a little better, I guess, too. So, for sure. I, I feel that way about like things like my comics and stuff like that. Like, I, I have stuff that I've like, I've left in the shed, we'll say, for, you know, uh, too long. And then I'm like, oh my God, like, what have I done? I gotta, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I, I kept seeing videos of people showing like their, first you know generation of pokemon cards and it's like oh these are worth like five thousand dollars now or something I was like what i was like i think i have all those cards Dude, that's <laughs> what i'm saying like flipping <laughs> through them i was just like man like it, you know you either hang on to them for a little longer or like you know you could probably i mean if you want you could probably make a mint off of that off of some of that so you know <laughs> yeah but, definitely but it's just it was just cool because they were like they, they were in like Dude, that was exactly how I remember collecting them. Like binder status with those like card slot like things and everything, man. I was just like, like <laughs> yeah. you just flipping through them. It just reminded, it reminded me just like right back there, just going through like making trades with people and like, you know. Yeah, it's like, like oh, it's fifth grade all over again. <laughs> exactly, dude. I was, ha- I was having like po- Pokemon daydreams and, and wall ball nightmares. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was telling somebody about wall ball today, uh, not today, yesterday, like, and I was like describing it. And when I was done, I just looked over and I looked at like, it was like a coworker of mine who's like 19. And I looked over at their face and they were just like horrified because of this idea of like having to stand up against a wall and just waiting for somebody to peg you. <laughs> like, yeah. The worst, yeah, you try to get the ricochet off and hit, hit the other guy in the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, for real. Like, Man, what a like what a what a cruel but yet fun game. <laughs> There's there is something satisfying, I gotta say, about finally getting a, like getting your mark and like wailing somebody right in the back. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. But yeah, like that that like like I said, that, that, that just took me right back. I was like I was just like, holy cow, man, that like what a stash I, I wish i would have kept like some of those things i sold so much crap at like yard sales and stuff along the way you know that's like oh yeah. <laughs> you either live with regret or you just you just deal with it <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah man so what, what what else have you been up to as of late like how how things how are things going at the homestead you said you you moved how recently was that what, that was a while ago, I take it. Cause that- uh, it last September, so it's gone almost a year. Okay. Uh, we moved up to to uh, beautiful Quincy. Oh, dude. <laughs> I think Caleb was saying that he's like headed that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I picked up on that when he said that. I was like, oh, no kidding. That's cool. Let's see if I can get in touch with him. Yeah, I, uh, I'm doing an electrician's apprenticeship now, so oh, wild. that's what that's- I'm up here for. That's awesome, actually. That how's that going? Really good. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's a five-year program. I'm like two and a half years into it now. So nice. Um, it's at the Microsoft Jobs or uh, data centers that they're building up here. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like that. That that seems to be like kind of helping drive like uh, that area a little bit. You know, it's like expanding like the Quincy. Area. Oh, definitely. You know? There's been a lot of money infused into this town and it's all fed from bill gates you know <laughs> he's just he's open he's but yeah open there's like <laughs> pretty much yeah there's a brand new high school up here there's uh 
Like they got like a new, I think, police department, city hall, the fire department got a facelift. It's all just kind of, yeah. Dang, that's awesome. It's not as not as ghetto as it used to be. <laughs> it was very much a one road town for 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 a while. Yeah, well, it's, it still is in in some respects, but fair enough. Fair enough. That road's still there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like. You know, housing in Wenatchee was just getting out of control. I mean, it yeah. still is. It's like, I think the average price of a house is around $400,000 now. And it's just like, yeah. Holy cow. I really feel like going down that road. <laughs> yeah, that's and, nice. Uh, yeah. So we're in a, a new housing development. So oh. it's a brand new house where we're at. So That's sick. Well, that, that's yeah. cool, man. I, that, that sounds like a good move, honestly. Well, and like the more yeah. Wenatchee starts like kind of building out, like you know, it just keeps it, it doesn't have like, it doesn't have room to grow anymore. It's just getting denser. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, and they're ripping out all the orchards and just uh, putting in apartments now, basically. So yeah. it's just like it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's Wenatchee seems like it's always kind of been in this housing bubble of people from Seattle or whatever want to move over here and retire. So yeah. it's like, to them, you know, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars to a house is affordable. And it's like, oh yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah, and then they just come over here, drop that. They come over there and just drop that, and then it's just like it just continues to just sort of raise that for everybody. It's such a weird, like, stupid cycle. There's like one day, uh, I was like visiting. I was visiting my mom, and this random person. Uh, we had like this really close interaction because they almost like bumped into me while, while walking or whatever and and uh then like small talk they mentioned like oh yeah we're over here from seattle looking for you know looking at some houses and i it was like it was just like the most random like instance but i was just like jesus so i was like you can't like every other person it seems like is like over here from across the cascades looking for something now and i don't know it's it's weird because it makes sense in one way to like you know because they all view that like a lot of people living over on the west side of the state people are so weirdly ignorant to like anything on the other side of the cascades <laughs> like they think yeah. that, like cleellum to spokane is is east when east washington and like and they yep. you know they just like they don't i don't know they just think everything over there is like podunk it's weird i fucking hate it it's like a stupid mentality and which is like, oh you don't even realize that yeah there's a desert on this side of the state either yeah there's <laughs> well and there's just there is there's so much going on and if anything's going to get developed more it's gonna be like that side of the state you know because there's there's room to develop and so it's like i don't know it's, it, it i think people need to stop being so ignorant to the fact that the, the east side of the cascades offers quite a lot to the rest of this fucking state too you know <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> it's, exactly it's, it's bizarre but that's cool so how'd you end up um uh like kind of landing on pursuing a uh being an, uh, an electrician excuse me <laughs> uh just i mean kind of career options and just decent paying jobs sort of in the area yeah yeah um there's not a lot you know it's like you try to go with a pud or something or uh, i mean it's like i was working at uh Fastenal, which is okay. it was okay i mean it was a good job and everything i liked what i was doing but the pay isn't that great and just kind of like there really isn't any room to move up from there and so it's just kind of like 
all right, I need to try and find something else. And yeah, um, talking to yeah, just a couple people that actually uh, had applied for this apprenticeship also, and, and they actually got in. And they were like, uh, I was like, dude, like, you know, just give it a shot anyway and just try. And hell yeah. Um, yeah, it just kind of seemed like a, something to at least pursue. And, you know, I was like, I didn't necessarily kind of come to the realization it's like oh man i definitely want to be an electrician but it's like it's actually been really cool it's been really good uh experience and everything and just learning and the trades are always something good to get into anyway it's like you know that's never gonna go away there's always gonna be people needing power you know so (laughs) no it's true man that's that's cool i i think I, that's similar to how i've like I, i'm back i'm in school right now to kind of start the journey of becoming a librarian so you know like yeah, i remember you saying that on another one yeah like it's basically like what i'm doing is hopefully like uh, you know it'll my goal is to just get like a, a good job that like can like cover some good salary you know maybe some upward mobility but you know it's like it's not something that I was really like set out to pursue per se, but right. once I started like looking at options and trying to figure out like what I wanted out of a gig, which for so long I felt like I really needed a job that would give me like an identity. You know what I mean? Like this is this is me. Like, and I was trying to do right. that with, with coffee for so long, and uh, when I started looking at like options of like what you know, kind of like what I think would fulfill me while also sustaining you know life and whatnot <laughs> you know in terms of like yeah. money, it just sort of became you know you start you start finding those options which is kind of cool and and uh i don't know so I, yeah that's cool I'm, I'm glad that you're like pursuing that you know that's 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 awesome yeah and i guess just you know those things too where you just like you're looking for something that's like could be a become a career for you it's like everything else just felt like a job and it's like i want something that's actually like long term and like yeah like that that pays well and you know you get good benefits and insurance and everything so yeah exactly it's like that'd, be, that'd be a good one to pursue yeah, yeah. something you want to like you know you can look you know you can you can like invest your time in you know and you can say like that that, that does get rewarded yeah it's that that's been like one of the hardest things with like these kind of uh, you know just sort of crappy jobs i i you know i'm still working at a cafe right now and it's 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 great for what it is but mm-hmm. you know it's not yeah there's not there's not going to be like an opportunity for me to like look back and be like look at look look at where i started and where i am you know what i mean like right it's like look at where i started and look at where i still am <laughs> like and, and you know those kind of jobs yeah. <laughs> those kind of jobs get old man those kind of jobs turn into something that i think eventually you realize you don't want because it's uh you know they, they may pay for things they may like you know sustain you a little bit but you're, I feel like you're missing some sort of like pride in your work or like pride in like what you do in, right. that, in that way. Yeah, right definitely. And so, not that I'm not that I, I don't think I make like good coffee or I'm not that I'm like you know, uh, un, you know not <laughs> proud of the work I do. In case somebody from work is listening, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, you I'm know. not shitting where I eat. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
like I've told I've told my boss about this podcast so many times and I just keep wondering he's never he's never told me that he's listened but I don't he's some he's referenced things that I feel like I've talked about and I'm like hmm. yeah like this is this coincidence or is it? Right. Not that I care. He's it's like subtly, yeah. Yeah, he's just like kind of subtly checking it out. Which reminds me, man, like uh, when you when you took message me and told me that you had been listening, I just gotta say, like that was, like I didn't care when I got that. Like at that point, I didn't care like dick all who was fucking listening. But when you told me you were, like that made my entire podcasting like like so worth it because I was just like elated at the fact, like. I don't know, man. Like I, how do well, I that's, say yeah, I appreciate that. That's cool. <laughs> not to get, not to get too like campy, but like I've just, you know, I, I've been beating myself over the brow because I feel like I haven't reached out and been a good friend to a lot of people. And uh, just to hear that, to hear that you've been trying to like, you know, stay, you know, even just staying up to date in, in whatever way. I just, I, I was like, damn, dude, Troy, Troy's fucking like Troy's fucking there, man. Like I don't know, it was cool. Uh, so. I just wanted to mention that while you know while we're well, while we're here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I kind of kudos to you to even kind of start putting this together because it's it's a great way for people to tune in with everybody again and just oh like you know it's like like I said you know it's like I don't necessarily have everybody's contact info anymore so it's kind of nice to I can hear straight from them you know like oh this is what they're up to and everything yeah. it's the only yeah thing- it's been a cool. Jeremiah so far the only thing that he like he's he's guilted me about like not po- posting videos of the <laughs> of things he's like I yeah you know he, th- that's like a whole different ball game but it's like it's also like uh, I don't know <laughs> I think we all know each other's faces so uh, this, this works. right no it'd be fun to do a podcast with him too kind of what? like the original Simon the Leper or something. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, okay, that should be the next one then. I, I, I guarantee you, like, if you're down to do some other ones in the future, like, I, that was what Definitely. I had in mind yeah. going into this. I was like, dang, dude, like, getting the three of us together would be fucking rad. Like, good call on that one. Uh, yeah, man. it's fun. I'd be fun to just pick his, his brain. I know it, you've mentioned it before, too. Uh, he's just kind of a musical encyclopedia just to... Yeah. You're like, like, oh, dude, what'd you think of this band or whatever? You know, just dude, kind of, for real, man. It's fun to real. talk to him. Yeah, that's for sure. He's, Jeremiah is one of the most animated and lively human beings I've ever met. And like, as he gets older, he still just keeps that energy. It's like, it's just the most oh, uncanny yeah. thing, man. I love it. And dude, he sends me like every other day. He sends me like seven to eight links to like different songs he's listening. He's listened to the day before or something. It's like it's hard to keep up, man. I'm always like, damn, how do you cram so much? Like I don't have time to yeah. listen to all of this. <laughs> that one podcast, I think, I think it's the first one you did was just the two of you. And you were just talking about like the different subgenres of metal. Oh, dude! I was and I was so like, easy. man, I didn't even, I didn't even understand half what he was saying. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> dude, I, I know. I was like, that's why I was so. I was just like, blown away. I was like, man, this goes deep. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, what's thrash metal? And he's like, oh, and it just goes right into yeah. it. Like, exactly, oh, man. I had no idea. <laughs> when, you know, like we were around each other more like playing music and stuff like i just remember him you know like sitting down for days at on you know at a time just 
like learning different scales just to like fit like a particular thing. And so like, you know, he just, he's just spent time like absorbing so much musical knowledge. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, like other, whether it's like bands and songs that are out there or like different, like, you know, uh, you know, you know, ways to really like mainly play guitar you know he's just he's really honed in on that he's he kind of like he kind of got into drumming a little bit i think for a bit but i don't, I don't know if he ever had access to like a full kit to, to you know really bang around but yeah dude that that, that, yeah. that dude's another uh you know i started local yokels because i was like i know so many people that are just so much fucking cooler than i am who do like whether they're like whether they're like skilled at this or that or like just like you know they they like you know they they're always thinking about like a certain thing or like whatever like just i just know so many people that have like just so much going on that it, it was like he was one of them on the top of the list it was just sort of like god dude you could have jeremiah on, a, on an episode for anything really like <laughs> yeah, right yeah so, well same yeah. with uh david like i was really cool to hear how he's doing and everything yeah man that's been another like one of the greatest joys uh, of like old heart radio has been uh getting david not only like on an episode but like doing like a regular podcast with me like doing the whack on yes. is, is is so fun yes. i will say he's he's very much more i feel like the heel sometimes in that because i'm always like oh wait hold on let me look at my notes i try and squint at my screen and i'm like <laughs> and he just he just hasn't memorized anyway yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> david's just patiently waiting for me and then eventually it's just like all right david just tell us what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah and then uh, his laugh is so contagious and just every time i hear him he goes ha, 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 you know like oh god it gets me every time <laughs> and it was like I remember doing the first one with him. It was like, like hearing him laugh again was just like exactly like how I had remembered it. And like you said, just as a kind of a contagious as, as it had always been, you know, it's just like, he's another guy. Oh, yeah. He's just like, he has eternal energy. And, you know, he's been through a fucking ringer and everything. And he's kind of getting it, you know, he's, he's still just that like energetic, positive force. It's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. That cat's that cat's awesome. And yeah, dude, like some of the movies that he's uh, he's brought up. So I'm trying to get my movie picks for that podcast to be better. <laughs> but like the ones that he picks are the really good episodes. <laughs> man, for for a while, uh, Dusty and I were just we would just binge watch like B grade horror movies because Netflix actually had like just a subgenre, and that's what it was. Oh, hell we yeah. found some really gems some good gems in there <laughs> it's just nice. like oh my god oh man yeah yeah the, it's just so much fun watching those movies because like you know sometimes you get cool like gnarly death sequences or like you know cars blown up in wild ways but it's it's just also extreme just, gore yeah just extreme <laughs> gore and just the campiness of it all just made me you know laughing your way through it it's just so much fun i don't know why like it's us all but like honestly getting a good scare out of a horror movie is kind of kind of fun too like i like the exhilaration of being scared from a you know a good like moment in a movie uh yeah, but yeah, you won't you won't find those on the movies that we watch over over on that podcast. <laughs> if anything, yeah, your only shock value is just oh my god, like that. They just yeah, his head got exploded or whatever. Just was, uh, like we just did the Wishmaster too, and that was like one of the coolest things about that movie was like 
there were just some ridiculously gory sequences just for like just out of you know out of the blue it's like very it's all mundane stuff happening and then like a wish is made and all of a sudden like this dude's like bloody body stump is getting pushed through some metal some like jail bars or something you know you're just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man have you uh kept in touch with scott at all like i i have no idea what he's been doing scott is the one is the mystery man like i i I would leave it to him to be the enigma for sure but yeah i haven't i haven't had a chance to like get get a hold of him i was thinking like i mean i don't have a number for him i I haven't talked to anybody that does and yeah so i think like the best way is i might just have to message him on instagram uh you know like ever like i have been doing with with other people and so i was i've been thinking about doing that though just but you know i have no idea where he's at i don't even know if he's in like portland washington like (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean that's last i knew of him was yeah he was doing school or something down in portland yeah exactly Uh, that was that was the last uh, that i caught wind of him but he would be another one man like like he was definitely like he'd be another (laughs) one to have on the show it'd be really fun but, yeah, yeah they, uh, <clears throat> that other co- podcast you had with like Caleb and them, and they're just, I don't remember what code name you had for him, but it was just like, <laughs> oh, it, he was in the field playing the piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Robert. <laughs> Robert. That's Robert. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, we also referenced his chops, man, his chopping ability. Dude, Scott Weiss's like legendary karate chops, man. Like, those things oh, could fucking do, like take out a mountain. Like, I don't even know what that means. I'm pretty, didn't he like knock out Caleb with one of those, I think? Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, I, 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 he, I definitely remember that happening. And Caleb, I think, even like even brought it up. Uh, yeah, so he was on the receiving end. I remember I got one really bad one day, one time. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the fight that was at my house, and it like it <laughs> spread outside because it just went too long into the evening. And then I think he finished by spitting on you. <laughs> Oh, a proud moment for for yours truly, but yeah, no, he it was, that was you know there's a reason I'm sure why you hit your head on the concrete too. I did, man. I remember that like surprisingly. Uh, and, and you're right. Like I I love that the fact that like, that fight just like it was drawn out for so long that basically like your parents were just like, you, you just kind of like gently like you know just just go outside with it or something. Get out of here with it. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, if you want to do that, just. Leave my living room. We're not gonna tell you to stop. Just don't do it here. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a le- that was a long one, man. And yeah, he he, uh, it's you know, I always blamed it on his arms. He had the leg. He had the reach on me. <laughs> That's what I. Said. I remember it like he had you like over his leg, and he was like ask. He was like demanding that you say you gave up. And you didn't, and so he just chopped you in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> it was cutthroat. <laughs> dude. I haven't thought about that fight, so... <laughs> I was just going to say, there's, there's definitely a reason why the first Jay Schmouter album was, was called Tales from the Vines Establishment. <laughs> 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 and, and like it's because there was just so much nonsense that we did there. 
This is ridiculous. We all, you know, we also had normal times. We played catch or fly, you know. <laughs> you know? Right. There was a <laughs> lot of video gaming. But yeah. There was a lot of video gaming. That was actually something that I have. Uh, I had. I had like set like set aside. I was like, I had to tell you. Still to this day, in my mind, like you are the Super Smash Brothers N64 <laughs> champion. Like, like, <laughs> like Luke Gillespie might might feel might want to contest that or something. But I, you know, yeah, he was he was always Kirby. Kirby, man, he was always Kirby. And, he, and if I'm correct, you, your go-to was was uh, was Link uh, a lot of times. Was that was that right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think mean, you, were, you always chose Star Fox. I was always Star Fox. I was the weaker of the three of us, I think. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's just I would always like stand off to the side and let you guys just like kill each other off. And then <laughs> it's <laughs> always be like, oh, oh, we noticed he's still got a bunch of lives. You know, yeah, just... <laughs> right near the end. It's funny because, <laughs> because now when I play uh, Smash on my Switch, that that's exactly the technique I use. I'm like, I try to like stay out of the mix for a while and then I pick off a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked every time. It does, man. It does. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I remember watching uh, Todd Sutherland play, but he was like, I think it was like the Melee or something. It was on the GameCube. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he would always be Wario. And I remember watching him play. And Wario's like special move was like he'd just get on a friggin' Harley or something and just start zooming around and hit and Todd always be like, motorcycle! <laughs> <laughs> just start flying. <laughs> oh my God. That's another human being, man. Todd Sutherland. Like, like I got I gotta keep this list going. I just have a list full of names. Somebody like were to just to find it on my phone, they'd think maybe I'm a ser- like I'm a plotting to like serial kill a bunch of people, but it's like just uh, the, <laughs> the Billy Madison murder list. Yeah. Uh, I put on some <laughs> lipstick right before I start adding <laughs> names to it. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, dude, Todd would be another one to like to reach out to, man, because because not only does he probably have like some fun stories from whatever he, like he's doing right now, but God, dude, like another animated character, man. Like, oh just, yeah, just what a wild, wild boy that one. <laughs> it seemed like his parents were like never home either, so it's just like yeah. go over to his house, especially in the summertime, just go hang over at his house, dude debauchery ensued yeah it was like we were talking about uh, me and jameson were uh, and, the, and the other guys were talking about it like how jameson like his folks were like were like gone quite a lot and so were his grandparents who were supposedly like watching him in the and, and whatnot but yeah 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 todd's was another case like that where it's like for some reason you just find like you know during the summer months they just be gone for like a month at a time <laughs> yeah yeah he was like, uh, you guys sure you don't mind if we just sort of take over your house? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that that boy, that boy's still like, I mean, uh, from what I understand, that boy uh, is like, he like runs like a karaoke like set or something yeah. like that. Like a, I, some bar down in like Burbank or something like that. Yeah, and he also does like some stuff with, you know, I, I believe production work. Uh but yeah, it'd be fun to catch up with him too. Him and Scott, man, those are t- those are two people I'm officially adding to the, li- the list. Well, Scott was already on there. Todd's, uh, Todd, your name is on there if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming like, for you. <laughs> I like to assume people listen to this podcast, whether they're like friends or like you know rich, famous people who obviously have no idea. <laughs> 
I just think they're all part I mean, of the roughly thousand listeners we have a month. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's this is starting to kind of branch out more, and probably it's reaching reaching out more than you know. I guess you thought it might have at first, but yeah, I, yeah. I think I think I mean, what's been interesting is um, I think people are really responding to the idea of like. Uh, that like kind of what we were talking about, that catch-up sort of vibe, where it's sort of like, yeah, you know, it's just like friends who clearly have like that that rhythm and that that cadence and that that you know back and forth. Uh, I don't know, it's just working. But you know, that's never been the intent behind this whole thing. Like, then that, that's kind of like so. It's kind of like this ha- happy happening that it's growing. You know, At the yeah, same time just kind of yeah, organically developed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know that that's that rem- that's very similar to how I remember like a lot of things uh you know creative like projects and stuff happening excuse me uh like in the valley, you know. I just it just sort of somebody'd have an idea and then, you know, you'd like look around to see like you know which talent of your friends that you needed for this idea and then like you rope some people in and the next thing you know another creative project was was born and, oh, yeah. and, and you know so i think it's i think that's the spirit you know like mo- moving over here and trying to like participate in music was immediately like it was like a competitive thing where like everybody for some reason has like this chip on their shoulder like they want to be the breakout you know yeah group and and it just like it, with enough of that you just realize how much it kills the fucking vibe of like getting together and just playing you know or like doing something like that you're like everybody's trying to be the next big breakout group or something and you're like dude it's it doesn't always have to be about that I mean. yeah exactly man like why can't we just like enjoy writing them writing a song or enjoy playing the song and just you know if these people over there enjoy it cool if, if these people think that we suck like whatever like you know it's not a big deal like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i mean like, <laughs> embrace it <laughs> how, long have you, how long have you been over there now it's been several years hasn't it oh god yeah uh it's been almost a fucking like, decade honestly yeah it's worth, uh, yeah it's uh it's 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 a, it's weird because you know, it's been really enjoy. Like I've really enjoyed Olympia. Um, it's because it's just kind of like low key. It's fairly quiet. But like in the last like handful of years, it's gotten really, uh, I don't know, ramped up. It's like it's a small town. It's not a big place. And and yeah. like it tries to have this like big city vibe and like the people here. You know, though intentioned in whatever the way they want to be. Like they you know like i don't know like they want to make they want to draw attention to this place like it's a hub and and it's just not, it's not and and so it gives this weird dynamic to the town and, and it's kind of just become like i don't know like i've really enjoyed it but i you know i'm looking forward to moving on moving somewhere else <laughs> is, is what i'll say are you yeah yeah i was kind of curious yeah if you were yeah considering moving somewhere yeah you know me and my fiance who i would love for you to meet sometime nadine yeah um, definitely she uh you know she's uh got her master's in teaching now so she's kind of like pursuing you know finding a career uh she's you know working uh she has a job here 
but it's not really like a in class like you know everyday te- like teacher kind of position so that's sort of like this driving force for like where we want to try and like move in a way because to her that's yeah. really you know how we were talking about like some people are really like in that way driven to be that person you know like teachers are particularly like that where it's like for some reason these individuals really feel passionate about being teachers and that's who they want to be that's their identity and uh that's something that's the case for her and so it's like to me that's it's it's cool that she feels that prideful about that you know so it's uh is it a a certain grade or subject or what's she trying to Uh, for her yeah it's like uh, language arts and social studies and it's mostly uh like middle school age is like is Uh what her awesome yeah yeah i know right i was like damn dude like i wouldn't want to deal with me when i was in middle school but i really looking back i really appreciate the people that did (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah it's it's kind of cool to see uh see somebody with a good head on their shoulders trying to enter that kind of atmosphere because god dude like you realize how impactful classrooms are on 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 us and on you know future future generations so are you looking to stay on the west side over there that i don't you know it's maybe it's it's kind of how do i say like it's she has some family up on whitby island and Mm -hmm. not not to discredit my family if any of my family's listening love you but it's much more important for her to be close to her family than it is for me to be like right there next to mine uh, yeah. And so, I don't really want to move any further away. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of up in the air. There's not really there's not really any moves. I don't think we're going to be making this year. Uh, we're just going to kind of like use this year to sort of keep saving up because we have a, like a stable, you know, renting situation right now, and we both have you know decent decent gigs and stuff. So. You know, especially with me being in school, it's kind of like nice to have just like some stability in that way. <laughs> exactly. Well, especially if you're if you're still going to school, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What's uh, what's uh, what's your wife? What's your wife Jessica been up to? How's she doing? Good. Yeah. Um, she used to be the assistant manager at Coastal in East Wenatchee. Yeah. Um. Two years ago, though, she uh, she quit. So um, she's just been doing stay-at-home mom pretty much because yeah. thankfully what I do, like it supports us. So nice, man. she nice. can uh, she can stay home, take care of the kiddo. And yeah, it's it's been a good, good setup for us. So well, good, good. How, how's the kid? <clears throat> good. She's feisty. Yeah, that makes sense. She uh, just turned five back in May. So Holy cow, five. she's a handful. So far, so far out of those five years, what's been what's been like the craziest year with having with having a, a, a young version of your uh, you know, of yourself? Honestly, like uh, probably just more recent. Like just her, the older she gets, it seems like the the more conversation, like deeper conversation, you can kind of have with them. And, yeah, and just she's funny. I mean, she's always like she's just really sarcastic and just just jabs at you and stuff and just kind of like what like 
<laughs> just yeah, she'll dish it back to you and stuff, and you're just like, okay, uh, yeah, I see where you get that from. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Oh, it's it's funny, yeah. I, it's it's one of those things, you know. It's like when they're young, and you know, it's like all you're pretty much doing is just taking care of them, you know, eat, feeding them, putting them down for naps and stuff. And it's like, once they get older and their kind of personalities develop and everything. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's been funny. It's been fun to, and just, she's so creative too. I mean, I, kids always are. So it's oh, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's just the stuff that they come up with. And you're like, how did you even think of that? So like, what? <laughs> just, but, oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's all been good, but you know, yeah. Well, about you? Are you guys you guys gonna go down that path someday? Maybe. I truthfully don't. I have no idea. Don't, like, don't know. Yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. It, it honestly, like the idea of getting married is still like I'm still catching up to it. Not yeah. in a bad way. It's just you know like I just didn't one bridge at a time. Yeah, I just didn't <laughs> expect it. You know, like uh, she proposed to me, which was which was wildly surprising to me uh that's awesome it, it was man it was it was really cool especially for somebody who's like kind of you know i i didn't ever like i never wanted to put pressure on the situation and i kind of like stopped just because of like life i just sort of stopped uh considering longevity as an option mm-hmm. necessarily and so uh yeah, it was just, you know, we just, we, we've been together for seven years. Uh, it, and, and, wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just, we just, it kind of one after another just sort of, they kept stacking up. And then, you know, when she did propose to me and at the end of December, it was just like, whoa, dude. <laughs> you know, like, you're right. Like, I guess, like, I, I guess we'll. Yeah. It's, well, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I mean, when did when you got married like when i don't know like how did like i mean there's got to be a moment at some point where you just where you kind of hit you know some it clicks you know and you're just like damn like i do want to like <laughs> you know i do want to love and be around you for the for you know as long as i got you know <laughs> yeah i mean and that definitely yeah you kind of it's for some people i think it kind of can be a instant thing or some people it just kind of develops and yeah yeah i don't know it's just i guess if you just really like being around them and everything and it's like your life is better or you, you know because they're with you and all that stuff and yeah i mean it's it's i feel like if you're with the right person too it's just not hard like seven years that's awesome that's a long time you know a lot of people don't even make it like a quarter of that distance so it's just like if it's if it's been easy you know just like yeah like that's been a great seven years like i haven't had any issues you know and it's like obviously marriage is just gonna kind of keep keep that vibe going so yeah yeah i don't know it's sorry oh no you're good because i mean i've been well next month august 17th will be my eighth wedding anniversary so and we've been together almost 10 years so dang man that's it's been good i mean it's been easy like i we don't squabble or anything it's just yeah it's like it's your best friend so yeah it's you love being around them so yeah man it's all good that's exactly it it's uh you know it you you hit a note with like you know 
do they make do, you, do they make your life better you know does that does that partner make your life better do you notice that like things you know are like things being easier is 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 also like a really good thing to kind of note because it's not like you know you you wake up and and there's you know stuff done for you it's or anything like that it's necessary it's it's just like you wake up and you realize that like you don't necessarily always have to stress about every everything because you can kind of rely a little bit more on like somebody else having eyes on this or you know and, you yeah know. you have a partner yeah yeah so it's i don't know it's it's uh yeah it, this whole this whole marriage thing will be an interesting pursuit but that's wild <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so happy that like, you guys are hitting eight that's 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 so cool man i, I think that's thank you that's yeah phenomenal. it's we're gonna go down to uh, Seaside, Oregon, oh, kind of do our little anniversary trip. <laughs> that's cool. I, I've I've never been to Seaside, and like I actually like up even like just a couple weeks ago, I was telling somebody like that's like I want to get an Airbnb and just like try and get down there. I just you know I, I it's from what I've heard so nice and so cool. it's just like a nice <laughs> little like pretty area, and you're just sort of like I don't know. It is yeah. Gone down there. That's cool. It's it's touristy. I mean, it, it is like it's a it's a summer destination spot, but it's not bad. It's never it's never like oh, there's so many people here. I can't I can't squeeze myself to the beach. It's like, no, it's a huge beach. I mean, you, you're gonna have no issues finding. And uh, Cannon Beach is another really cool spot, and that's like 15 minutes south of Seaside, so that's another good place to check out too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah being that close, 15 minutes ain't nothing. Yeah, oh yeah. That's sweet. Hell yeah, man. Uh, this, all, this is all reminded me, uh, just because we're talking about like out of area things. Uh, I wanted to bring up your your your, your adventure in in drum school because me, geez, Jeremiah brought up and he even sent me the link to to the, after you refound it, like the link to your the video of you. Uh, performing your like test your, your, oh yeah there's i think it's two videos from brit yeah dude it is so goddamn tight like i i was just like like i remember like watching it <laughs> but you know back before and like re-watching it i was just like holy cow man you're like you just like, you're on it like it's and that's why i tell everybody whenever i tell stories about you you like you're drumming i'm like i'm like dude is the most like precise and like I don't know how you like you know how to hit like exactly as hard as you need to like you're all like I don't know man it's just like like do you do you still do you still have a kit like or, at your house at all? Oh yeah, I've uh, I've got that green Orange County drum set that I have. Hell yeah, uh, that's the one I recorded that Simon Leper album. I still have that one. Oh, um, Dude, and then I beautiful kit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It was expensive, so it's worth hanging out to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then I just have this like little practice pad kit that that's that's mostly what I kind of play as. It's quiet, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I still I still tootle around with stuff, and Hell yeah. usually I'll just put on headphones and like just listen to music or something and just kind of tap away at whatever. But it's yes. been a while since I've actually like played live with anybody, so. Oh, that's definitely an itch you get that you're like man that'd be so cool to just just jam again it's been forever yeah. well i gotta say uh rumor has it that 
you know, classic me. I'm trying to take on as many creative projects as I can at one time, <laughs> at any given time. I floated the idea of trying to get Jay, Sh- like trying to get Schmouter off the ground again with, an, with another album. And uh, immediately, like my mind jumped to, well, we need Dusty and Troy and Rex and you know, and Fl- the Flanton. Uh, you know, we need Hotathel, the Wolf Slayer, and like. But like, but you know, like it, it's 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 definitely going to be like an ongoing project. But you know, if if you're if you're game to to you know be involved in any way, like I immediately like I, I think we would all benefit from having having you know y- you uh, on the kit, or you know even if you just even if you just want to do like you know some voice act some light voice acting <laughs> for a couple of tracks <laughs> i don't know anything <laughs> i want you to be a part of it if you if if, if, if you want because it's it, it's like this yeah. weird slowly growing passion thing like nick sent me this this riff that he had worked on and it's you know there's some classic like ridiculous over the top metal riff you know and i've been practicing lyrics with it and i'm a, I, i'm about to record like a little snippet so we can like say like okay let's build from here but yeah man i think it'd be so much fun for all of us to get together and just try to jam sometime again like i know it sounds like rex might have yeah I, I would definitely be yeah well then well then we'll have to make it happen also just so you know we are trying to uh get this like we have a couple of dates set in september where basically we're all trying to like meet up at dusty's house to do like a barbecue hangout sesh probably like a podcast record sesh uh with like as many of us as we can so i just i i, I should have told like i don't know why we're on a podcast i'm recording we're, we're this is you getting the information, I guess. But like, I, you know, I'll, I can like, I'll get you the, the actual dates that we set aside and everything. But like, like if you can make it, that'd be so fucking epic, you know, for all, for all. Yeah, of that'd be fun. Together. Like we even got we actually even got, in person. Yeah, definitely. Got, exactly, dude. Like we even got David and Jameson come, you know, they're, they're going to be trying to swing in from their, their end. You know, I think they might try and carpool and shit. So, you know. That'd be fun. It'd yeah. Be really cool. But that could be an opportunity for all of us to, to maybe like, I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to like put too much on Dusty's, Dusty's house. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to say that, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, show up and just fucking put a party on. But I mean, if, if all of us are around, like we might be able to get like a jam session somehow, you know, that'd be pretty Yeah. That'd be radical. fun. Uh, yeah, dude, that'd be, that'd be sick. But you know, long just, overdue. <laughs> just speaking of music and projects, you know, I don't want to cover all, all of it necessarily in this one because that's my way of forcing you to record more podcasts with me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you were the backbone of so many music projects, like, and I say that in like the way where it's like again, like, like I feel like even if you were involved with maybe players that were were sloppier we'll say or like maybe you know like you were able to like kind of hold it together because you were just like you you were so tight and you were like just a i don't know you're always a presence on the kit but uh i was trying to write down a list of groups that like i i had at least on my mind that i knew that you were a part of and i got a few of them down and i I need you to just like just, just if i'm if i'm missing some feel free to like 
tell me or not, but I, the, the first one I wrote down, and I don't know if this is the first one for you or not, but yesterday never came. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. Um, I remember the very first time we practiced, we called ourselves the Squeaky Hinges. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God, oh, that's so true. That I think so you were true. there too. I was there. Yeah. I, I was a member of that group for all of like, I don't know, maybe two practices or so. And then there was eventually like... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I wasn't contributing very much we'll say <laughs> but yeah and then that yeah that morphed into uh yesterday never came yeah yeah uh that name came courtesy of Zach Rogers I believe I think he is the he was the was it him or you that came up with the name I can't or was it Luke? I think I might have come up with that okay. one that was that was where like, that was like at some point there was like a I know there's like a like a one random shirt made or so like there was yeah. like, you know the little things so okay so yesterday never came was you but who that had a, like a bit of a rotation so i remember oh when, yeah i remember when we were the squeaky hinges we we tried to perform a, a tmnt cover <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I was, oh my god dude that was i had such rebellious rebellious moods sometimes that we i remember tr- <laughs> trying to pull that off at my house uh yeah in your basement <laughs> only to get kicked out of my own birthday party or no i let anyway <laughs> it was like, there was, was a lot of people there i remember that there was there was it actually and they were like, to be like a, flooded out your garage down into your driveway and yeah 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 all there to see us play the teenage mutant ninja turtles song <laughs> i guarantee it <laughs> uh but but so so it was like you and Zach and wasn't and Luke was the was playing bass for you guys for a while. Yeah. While yeah, Luke was bass. Um I remember we did a show, I think it was at Dustin Osborne's house. Yeah. And uh, I remember we, we covered Carousel by Blink one eighty two. And like that was like our big thing. <laughs> I, was just like, I just remember you guys practicing that. Like that and um, Yeah. There's like a brand new song that, that Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Quiet Things That No One Ever Knows. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember those that was something Zach was, like, adamant about us playing. It's a good song. I, I didn't mind it, but... <laughs> yeah, but he really wanted to, <laughs> wanted to stick it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because after Luke left, uh, Caleb Barger joined. That's right. And then, uh, oh, man, we had Antonio Bravo as a vocalist for a period of time. <laughs> I was just going to say that. That, go- that like, that... That dude had like this like golden baby god voice. It was like this like he was yeah. like it was so I, I I remember like I didn't know exactly what he was like. I mean I knew he was a really good singer, but I had never pictured him in a music project before. You know, yeah, I don't I don't know if it was Zach's idea or who who thought of like getting him, but I mean, he was he was with us for like six months or something like that. It was a little while. Yeah, well, and that, that's what I mean. Like, it was it was cool that he was a, like a part of it because, you know, I just at least like from the perspective of like, you know, just somebody getting in, you know, into making music. It was it was just kind of cool to see somebody getting, you know, thrown into there and like, just, you know, the dude was clearly a good singer, but it was like, you know, now you got to also like kind of think about like 
his lyrics and like what you're you know all sorts of things it was, it was interesting but yes yeah, was there any yeah. other li- lineup changes to, to yesterday never came besides yeah changes? after uh after antonio left bill schooler came in oh, <sighs> i don't know if you remember him yeah dude. <laughs> holy shit bill and then uh so fucking cool to me he was like a, yeah he's a good dude i haven't yeah. talked to him in forever but yeah, man. Uh, I think he joined the military for I think, a while there anyway. I believe he did, yeah. But yeah, dude, that, that solid, solid guy. Solid guy. Uh, yeah, so, and then uh, Bill and I think Andy Card, like they both came in at the same time. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I, I was, was Andy, so so at that point it would have, was it you, Andy, Zach, and Bill? And Caleb. And Caleb, okay. Oh man, was yeah, Caleb, we were five piece. Yeah, Caleb was playing bass. Yeah, okay. yeah, dude, Caleb Barber. That was the last kind of iteration of that band. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I remember you guys played a set at the Wenatchee High School, also, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think that was with uh, crammed into the couch. starving eyes was there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Starving eyes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was just—I made a joke on on I think a different episode where I was like, at some point somebody listened to like Avenged Sevenfold and all of a sudden hardcore was off in the valley. <laughs> like, Pretty much, yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, Bryant Bryant Guest was the one that introduced Avenged Sevenfold to me, and it was totally like, what is this like yeah. metal music, you know? And it totally like I just got obsessed with it and like kind of started me down that path. Same. I mean, I listened to Unholy Confessions like a few weeks ago, and it had been the first time yeah. I listened to it in a while, and it still hits, man. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, it's fucking like I could see how easily we all got wrapped up into that energy, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I remember it because Bryant introduced it to you, I got introduced to it. And like, yeah, like I just feel like that was that was like the hit, and then I remember like "Save the Hero" happened, and then, you know, like yesterday, everything mm-hmm. started trying to roll, and then like all this stuff started just like popping off. Uh, but what was what was the next project? Was was I, was DFR the next group that you were a part of after Yesterday Never Came? Yeah, Dude. yeah, because Yesterday Never Came ended when we were like sophomores in high school, and then uh, I joined DFR. The summer between sophomore and junior year, I believe. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> what's kind of funny is the reason I joined that band was because uh, Bob Arlt, the neighbor right across the street. Yeah. Because uh, Calvin was in his shop class and knew he played guitar, and he's like, he's like, oh, like I hear you, you know, banging on your drums like across the street. It's like you should give Calvin uh, a call. Like I guess he's got a band. <laughs> but like that's literally. Oh, I got the idea to ask. <laughs> That's so great, dude. I, I have to this day there's just this vivid image of Bob Arl in the middle of like fucking like 70 to 90 mile an hour winds or whatever the hell, just on top of his roof, like nothing holding him down, just hammering shingles back into place, like yeah. flipping off God. You know? <laughs> he, he totally, he's like cursing at the wind, shaking his fist. Exactly, he's like, nature has nothing on Bob Arl. <laughs> <laughs> right, I am the storm. <laughs> Exactly, man. Oh, dude, that's yeah, so good, so good. And he would be up there like uh, at, around Christmas time. It'd be like 
first week of December, there's ice and most likely snow all over his roof. And he's up on his roof still, hanging over the edge to like clip on his Christmas lights. <laughs> what are you doing? No fear, that guy. <laughs> oh my God, dude, for real though. Uh, that's so funny. I that's I never knew that. I never knew that that's where you got the idea to try and link up with them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So when you, so yeah, then, uh, when you started playing with them, um, I think it was, it was either JMO or, or Caleb, I think, mentioned Aaron Lesky. I had completely forgotten that Lesky was a part of that group at some point. Was he? Did yeah. he start with when you started? Did you guys like. He started, I think, right after I did. Okay. Because, like, you know, that was like when Rex was just starting to kind of mess around with drums. Because mm-hmm. the very first, like, recording session that DFR did, um, Rex was playing drums. And so. You know, obviously, I think they were kind of looking for somebody to take take over since Josh Deal left. How do I say that? <laughs> uh, I can't remember the, the name of the first drummer that Rush had, but it's like when Rush brought oh, Neil, Neil Pert to replace their drummer and go on tour. Like, yeah. It, you know, night and day, like <laughs> like difference. And, uh, I mean, not, I'm not I'm not saying that towards Rex. It was just you know the 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 deal <laughs> just didn't have the same <laughs> prowess we'll say as yourself and so it was yeah, just when like, i guess he just didn't really he wasn't into it so yeah exactly yeah. And, and 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 that's you know that that's when it always starts showing it's just like you you know you start kind of losing interest and then like what you're putting in just becomes like man i'm just here hanging on the beat <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah i think if I remember it, I joined shortly before and then school started. And I think that's when Aaron Lesky came into play as the second guitar player. Okay. Because I think Elliot was doing guitar as well as Calvin. And then Elliot started playing more piano keyboard stuff and he kind of wanted to do that. And so that's why I'm like, well, we'd like to have a second guitarist. So yeah, 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 Aaron came on. It was fun. It was cool. I liked Aaron. I have absolutely no idea what he's been doing since we graduated, but same dude that was like when, when they got brought up the other day the other recording i was like that had been the first time i'd heard aaron lesky's name in so long and i was just like god dude but that was just like kind of like bill man this aaron was another just fucking solid dude like solid individual yeah good cat man uh yeah yeah that oh, dfr was such a cool fucking band to me like you guys i was all about you guys like dfr playing like that was like, fun time man yeah yeah, I remember you guys played at the at the skate park once in Wenatchee. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> I remember like, I didn't have a drum thrown, so I had to sit on a box. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Well, too bad Caleb wasn't there. You could have just used him as a substitute. Ah, <laughs> right? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, you guys, I mean, you guys were also like, you know, we've been talking about me and some of the other guys we've been talking about grain shows a lot which were so damn formative and dfr was like another, one of those bands like you guys became kind of like a staple for the Grange the grain shows in a, in a way like kind of worried i was sort of like i think we were just one of the waiting for daryl like bands that he could always just oh, i need another band like ah dfr i'm sure they're they'll be able to do it so yeah it's like he kind of obviously uh, they helped us get get on a lot of those shows yeah well, did you guys, uh, did DFR play with the Blakes back in the day? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think we did a couple yeah. times. I was gonna say, like, they were one of those kind of like, you know, the, 
they were sort of like starting to get a little bit like name for themselves and whatnot when they were rolling through. I remember back in there the was day, another band, uh, another band, um, uh, DEK. They were another kind of bigger, quote unquote, kind of yeah. punk Seattle, yeah. pop punky. Yeah, I we played with them like three or four times, I think. They had. Uh, <laughs> They had kind of like a, they had like a, like an aesthetic about them. They were like, they had kind of like- Yeah, they had like the 70s, colors. like colorful suits and stuff, yeah. That's, that's right, that's right. Yeah, man, like those, those grind shows were just so fucking, like, so fucking killer. Uh, I, I feel like we all, maybe we all collectively remember them uh, way more fondly than, than <laughs> they were or something, but it's like only, almost any time I talk to somebody about like, uh, a show in the Grange. It's, you know, like oh, a regarded affair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, yeah. And that was like, that was why it was so cool seeing you guys play there all the time. And like, uh, but, you know, one of the things that really sticks out to me looking back on, like, particularly when, when you joined DFR was mm-hmm. the fact that that's really started bridging this like these friend groups that have been formulating you know like you me yeah. and, and luke uh in particular and like some of the other east Manchi kids you know like in, in you know in that kind of area we you know, we, we, right. we had been you know hanging out since fucking elementary school at that point you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and now, and now we're like smashing into this other friend circle and yeah yeah and and i think that kind of was yeah it was sort of like that was kind of the catalyst that started that whole absolutely new big friend group i guess yeah which which is yeah and and to me that's like one of the most formative moments uh for myself because it's like not only did i you know not only did i get a chance to meet all you know all, all these other lifelong friends but you know it's it, it became like all of a sudden like we all had means to do like do things like make music you know, together you know, yeah all had, you know just i don't know we, instead of instead of being in our pocket of east wenatchee we now had like like the whole this whole like chunk of east wenatchee that we like basically rolled around <laughs> through you know uh but yeah i really think yeah, like, I, mean, I thought it like that was kind of the moment like you were sort of uh not to put like any spotlight, if, you know, on you if you don't if you don't want it, but you know, I think you were really like a, a pretty big part in just kind of like bridging that gap, like with the, and like making those friend groups kind of like come together. Because you know, after you started playing in DFR, I, I remember that's when I started calling Calvin Captain Astro, and like, <laughs> yeah. yep, and like, and then we all started kind of like off and on, like going to, going out to like you know lunch together, going get get fucking pick fives from Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the heart attack special. Oh god, dude. I feel it now. <laughs> Those mozzies, dude. David said the phrase mozzie stick on a fucking podcast, and I almost lost it one time. <laughs> I, remember, I remember one time we went to, I think we were at Sherry's because that was our other staple. Oh god. And like, <laughs> David overheard somebody say, like, it's like, Mustafa put hash prints <laughs> in Mathieu. <laughs> Dude, I totally remember that. Who the fuck? <laughs> and he just couldn't let it go. And I had to like, oh. he kept repeating it. <laughs> it was so good, dude. I totally fucking remember that. 
dude, David had some of the best catchphrases. Like, like he got me, like, that's why I, and still sometimes I catch myself saying it, I'll just be like, Pete Sampras. Like, <laughs> 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 like, he used to say just like the most random things like that. Or oh, uh, Bob Saget's Bill Nye. Oh my God, dude. Bob Saget's Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Oh my God, yeah. That's so good. But yeah, man, uh, DFR though. So did you did, like, did you guys recorded an album at least, right? I believe so. Yeah, we recorded one, I guess, studio album. It's called a press conference for a newborn. Yeah. Um, and then we did a live album at the lab, I believe too. I think I think any 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 East Wenatchee band worth their salt's got to get a live lab album under their belt. <laughs> the the Schmatter yeah. one, one's absurd. <laughs> I've, I believe I have heard it. <laughs> it's, it, it's so bad. it was just like I remember. I, I used to have such because I didn't understand the nuances of playing a fucking guitar at the time. I used to always like like get so like frustrated when I had to like when we had to wait for like you know somebody to, like tune up or like whatever on stage and during that during that live album it definitely kind of shows at some time at some points where like I'm, I'm sort of like what are we doing next okay like, you know? yeah and I was like, uh, like I'm ready to go yeah, yeah. and, and it's like it's because you have that energy going but at the same time you know it's like looking back on it it's like one of those things it's like dude like anybody that can change a fucking string on the like on stage gets my applause you know <laughs> like in the middle oh of the yeah set, you know like yeah so uh, you know it's the live album the live album, at least the schmouter live album is uh it's all right i'll say but i i forgot the dfr did one like that that makes sense because you guys you guys were kind of in terms of like the relation to jay schmouter el capitan like you I think that band kind of sparked for myself that like, you know, like what kind of ridiculous, like what kind of ridiculous music can we, you know, we make with how like all oh, the yeah. people at our fingertips, you know, uh, because, but I don't think, I don't think Schmouter was going before the first Whack Arnold show. I think, it, I think it started, <laughs> I think that might've technically been my next foray into music there, but uh which I forgot until recently that Andy Coverage was a part of that original lineup. So you know, <laughs> I show. think I remember that. That was at I believe that show was at the Grange. It was. I'm I kind of remember say, that. I'm proud to say that the Whack Arnold's debuted at the Grange. Because <laughs> yeah, he had a, like a a surfer wig or something on. If I remember it. <laughs> like just just the, just picturing these characters on stage, me fits. Andy Cutrich and Nick Jackson. Like, Nick Jackson. <laughs> like what? What are we all uh, doing there? You know, <laughs> making like, memories. Making <laughs> memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. it's so true though. Like, yeah, that 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 hall, that Grange Hall, holds some like good fucking memories and, and some good some good times. Just, It'd be cool if we could like somehow coordinate to do some sort of live show there, but I that I have no idea if, if it's just like a bingo hall now or something. I don't know. Yeah, 
No, that's a honestly, dude, that's a really solid idea. J- Jameson a while ago, I think, and jokingly, jokingly was like, we should all pool our money together and buy the Grange, you know. And although I do think, you know, Jameson, if you're listening, I think it's a fucking awesome idea and how like wonderful would that be like turn that place into a music venue for the for that area. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's owned by this, I believe, the county or something like that. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think they're going to sell it to us. But I dude, I wonder if that would be something worth pursuing, like trying to set up, you know, just sort of like a classic fucking grain show. Like right my god man now you got me thinking you got, you got some juices flowing in all right uh, that waiting for dale would be there <laughs> dude you know i i you know i i was talking a little i felt bad i was ta- i didn't mean to come off like i was talking smack about waiting for daryl necessarily but like because of like kind of how much uh they did sort of help like get people like on stage around town uh oh, yeah it was mostly just like I wasn't like always down with their their brand, their style of, of punk music at the time. You know what I mean? That was that's kind yeah. of what I meant. I was just sort of like, eh, <laughs> it's skate right. You know, and that's yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, I mean, they were good, but it's not like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've ever listened to. Yeah, the bass players wearing, but they definitely he's holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely had like the popularity around town so like they could draw a crowd if there was going to be one so for sure i mean they were they were what i think some of us would later become where we like you know you turn into this sort of senior statesman of the of the local music scene. right uh and yeah that's definitely what they what they what they they kind of were at that moment in time i think they were kind of like the, the big kids you know help getting everybody else like to you know up to their level so they're basically moving on uh yeah they were also waiting for daryl i think came up right around the time i wish i remember the name of this band dana messer had a has a brother who tyler tyler who used to also play the drums and he was like a wicked fucking drummer uh yeah he passed away i don't know if you knew that or not oh jesus christ no i did not know that yeah, he, uh, it was like last November or something. I guess he just had like a sudden heart attack out of nowhere. It's Damn, like, ooh. Well, shit. Yeah. Well, uh, my condolences, man. Rest in peace to, to Tyler Messer. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a shame. Um, but yeah, he. I mean, he was a he was a member of like a a, a band. That I never was got it the one that was kind of like uh, the reggae-ish ska band. Is that I the wanna, one you're thinking of? I want to say yes. I never, I never. Because yeah, that band was called uh, 1203, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I think that might have been it. Um, yeah. Because I remember they played at the Grange one time. Fair enough. Uh, like, like they, in my mind, like they were kind of. I put like 1203 and. I think they were kind of like, and waiting for Daryl, sort of in like a similar category where they were sort of like, you know, they, they yeah. were doing sets before like a lot of us started, you know, really popping off around town and stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They were the elder statesmen. The yeah. Elder statesmen. That's that's another cat, man. I don't, I don't know if you've like, if you've followed this cat at all. Um, there's, there's this dude who's like a little younger than us, Dustin Hayes. Uh, He's reached out to me a couple of times dude. about music stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that, man. Because, like I said earlier, like I feel like you were like like a, a backbone of like a lot of like you know 
well-regarded projects, we'll say. Uh, yeah, he was he was trying to find a uh, DFR T-shirt, and he asked me if I had one, and I I didn't. I still had the uh, bass drum head that had the same logo on it, but oh, you did? That's cool. yeah. I think I I still do. It's yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in my garage. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, yeah. He's he's been trying to like. I think he just kind of slowly is just you know he's just continuing to chronicle music around Wenatchee. You know, I think that's really I think yeah that's really cool. Uh, but he plays music too. I mean, yeah, because he just did a show at Wally's like a couple weeks ago, and he yeah. was actually playing. Yeah, he. Um, not only does he have like his own kind of like ongoing solo projects, which he did. You know, he has a solo album on Spotify, and I, you know, I'm not going to do it in the honor of like remembering the name at the moment. Sorry, but he. Uh, but it's actually a really solid album. Like, it's just it's a cool. You know, it's not like your typical singer songwriter. You know, kind of like kind of album. It's got some energy to it which i really appreciated because that dude's a fucking punk like (laughs) and i mean that in like the the most best regard uh and that's that he's been drumming if i'm correct for uh the band not all there which has been making fucking punk music like since like 98 you know (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah it is dude it's really cool like they're just you know and again it's 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 some people who I don't think they really go out of their way to seek, you know, attention. I think they just want to play some music and sign up for sets at, you know, bars and stuff. And they go and just get themselves and get the crowd going. I think that's fucking radical, man. But, all right. We're about like an hour 20 into this. So my dear friend, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of cut this one off because I want to save some of your musical journey for, for another episode because the next episode I want to do, if, if, if you'd humor me, I'm, I'm going to try and rally you, me and, and Dusty together so we can talk about some yeah. outer stuff. And that'd be and cool. Then, and then I want to try and do one with you, me and Jeremiah, like you suggested, because, because, you know, uh, the only the only the three of us can, can truly, can truly talk about Simon the Leper, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so i i just i just you know i want you to know i really really appreciate this like this has been so much fun just you know seeing your face catching up laughing like telling some stories like i thoroughly have missed you and i I hope to continue to have you like you know in my in my fucking life and on this podcast my friend yeah so we just need to get together in person yeah definitely that's what i'm saying man like it's like just all about getting together in person. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll send you those those dates for September uh, in particular, man, because I hope that we can all like see each other. Like, I think we all could use it, you know, a good, a good, Definitely. good fucking hang sesh, you know. But all right, you got any, uh, you got any last words that you want to say before I cut off this recording? Uh, I don't know. It can be generic. Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> You heard it here. 